0: Welcome to The Unicorn Entrepreneur, the podcast that teaches women entrepreneurs how to create a business that earns more money. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury Brown, attorney, wife, French bulldog mom, beach bum, and owner of a multiple six figure business. And I'm excited to teach you how to become a unicorn entrepreneur. This podcast is for you if you have a business or want to start a business and want to learn the tricks and tools to get your first client, your first six figures, and so much more than that. If you want more money and more satisfaction, you're in the right place. Pull up your seat. Let's go get them, unicorns. Hey, guys. How are you, beautiful people? How are you, gorgeous? How are you, handsome? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing fabulous. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury of FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com, and welcome to another episode of The Unicorn Entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is being willing to do a job that nobody else wants to do in order to be able to live the rest of your life doing whatever. Hell, you want to do drop it. That is a quote from somebody. <laughs> it didn't say who. I was reading something. I read all the things, and I love that quote. Being an entrepreneur is being willing to do a job that nobody else wants to do. And then you get to live the life that most people dream of. It's awesome, sauce. It's really magical. Okay. So this episode, I wanna talk to you guys about failing forward, so important. In order to attain any measure of success, you must be willing, you must lean into, you must treat as neutral the fact that you will have to fail immensely and often and fall flat. On your face, and what I've noticed, guys, is with clients who I'm coaching who struggle with execute executing, putting themselves out into the world, doing the things that they say that they want to do, they are terrified, terrified of failing. And I've been looking into it. I've been researching it. You know, you know, I'm a nerd. I love, I love knowledge. And I love understanding the human mind. And honestly, this is the thing. People come to me and they think they're coming to me for business coaching. And yes, you will get exceptional grade A business coaching. But you're not going to do the things, the formulas, the steps until you learn to manage your mind and emotions. Until you learn to do that, you're not going to be able to get to the big, fat, juicy life that you are here to live. What I've noticed is that clients who struggle with this are emotionally fragile. Inaction and failing would leave them in the same position they're in now, minus the information that they would have gained from the failed attempt. So let's say worst case scenario. I always like to look at things like, let's deal with the worst case scenario. You do the thing. You write the book, you start the podcast, you start the business, okay? You're not 100% sure how to do it, but you just start. And let's say you your first consultation doesn't sign. Your first book proposal gets rejected. Let's say your business isn't profitable in the first couple of months, okay? So you failed, or you're not getting the result that you want. Now, the fact that you are actually in the arena and you are taking action and you are doing the things necessary to get the result that you desire, you will learn information. All information is beneficial because you'll learn what doesn't work and what does work. And then literally you would stop doing the things that don't work and start doing more of the things that work. That's how everyone gets to success. And I really, the word success is so, oof, it's such a broad word right now. Success, you get to define that for yourself. But let, let, me, let me put some, let me narrow this for you. Financial freedom, agency over your time, the ability to not be in survival mode. So you're no longer worried about how to pay the bills, how to eat. You can't be great. You cannot be great when you don't know how you're going to feed yourself or pay your bills. You, That just makes you so just kind of like obsessed with your crises. And some people are definitely living from one crisis to another. So you're never, ever, ever able to make room in your brain, in your emotions, in your heart, in your soul for why you were placed here on this world. So we have to get that out the way. We have to get that basic living, basic paying bill out the way. So then you can then breathe, <laughs> you can breathe. And then you can start to really, to live the life you are meant to live, to be on your purpose path. So those those are some things that I have noticed. I, I myself, I have failed many, 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 many times. <laughs> and I have landed in places and circumstances Many people consider to be successful financially, the amount of time I get to do the things that I prefer to do versus the things that I don't prefer to do. So my agency over my time and just really my level of contentment, satisfaction, joy uh, with my life, (laughs) which is the biggest thing because I've been in positions where I had the money and I was miserable. So that's not a win. A win for unicorns is that your personal life is as peaceful and fulfilling as your professional life. Let me be clear (laughs) that even in the the best case scenarios, people have the, the things that you want. Do not think for one second that you're not going to still have problems. You're still going to be a human, having the human experience. There's still going to be grief. There's still going to be breakups. There's still going to be sicknesses. There's still going to be, you're just going to feel moody, gonna wake up feeling, ah. that is a part of the human experience that you cannot escape. So please don't tell yourself the lie that once you get the husband, the wife, once you get the million, you're going, your life is gonna be perfect. That's why the mental, the mindset work that I do is so crucial because it doesn't matter new level, new devil, new dragons to slay. And you have to slay your own dragon. That's what it is. However, you do get to help people. You do get to have more control over your time. You do get to being your purpose. So then you get to be more satisfied and fulfilled than perhaps what you are now. And it's worth it, but you still will have problems and things and, and people talking about you and, and, and opinions and all of the things. And that's okay. And that's fine. That's a part of the human experience. We need the tension of good and bad. We need the tension so that we can, if everything was all unicorns and butterflies and cumulus clouds and 70 degrees and no humidity, then there would be no joy. There would be no, because there would be no contrast. There would be no appreciation. So understand that, yes, this path that we're taking as entrepreneurs, it's a bumpy path, but it's a beautiful path and you'll be able to look back and see wow like i look at my life 4 or 5 years ago and my concerns were like paying the bills and i don't worry about that anymore like my basics i have my bills on auto pay and i don't worry about it now i and now that i can open up my mind and my heart to help other people to give back to the community, to listen to God and to understand what is my purpose. Yahweh, God, order my steps. What do you need me to do? But when you're concerned, when you're just trying to survive, you can't even begin to do that. Let's get out of survival mode. Now, many successful people have failed forward. Beyonce, Queen B. All the single ladies. I love me some Beyonce. She's one of the most successful recording artists in history. She's amazing. She has all the Grammys. She's beautiful. She has a a billionaire husband. She has the. But what I love about Beyonce, this is a little segue. She has shown the failures, failures within her marriage, failures within uh, Destiny's Child, the group, and she still has failed forward. She was snubbed. Her and her husband were snubbed at the Grammys. And there was an article uh, or a quote that Queen B sedated uh, that failures come when you need it, right? To remind you to level up for you not to get too comfortable. And um, when Queen B was nine years old, she was in the group called Girl Time, I think. And they went on star search and then they lost. What if Queen B would have been like, you know what, I'm done. The singing thing is not for me. We lost, we suck. Someone else, we would have never, the world would have never benefited from Lemonade and Destiny's Child and all of the amazing things that she has done in her career. Like literally some of her songs have been like the song, the soundtrack to areas of my life. She would have robbed us and herself from being her highest level being at her highest level. Imagine that. So that's, you know, all of us have these moments, these um, star search moments where it's your dream, you work so hard, and it seems that the universe is telling you no. The people who reached the level of the Beyonce's, they keep going and they level up. J.K. Rowland, she's one of the most successful authors in history. She wrote Harry Potter. Harry Potter has sold over 500 million copies. Now, she was a single mother on welfare when she began writing Harry Potter. It took her seven years to finish Harry Potter. Imagine if she would have let her, her depression, she would have let her um, doubts, if she would have let her current situation and all the no's, I remember watching watching an interview where she said that she just kept on getting rejections after rejections after rejections when she sent out the proposal for Harry Potter. It's amazing. I love Harry Potter. It's a great movie. <laughs> I didn't get to watch it. Fun fact, as a child, my mom said it was like witchcraft and stuff. But as an adult, one of my uh, boyfriends in the past, he loved it. And I started to watch it literally i think in my twenty late 20s early 30s and it's pretty it was good it was good and i know it's like a cult following imagine if she just like she believed the nose she believed her temporary situation is going to be her forever situation third person oprah winfrey oh i love oprah i was one of those little girls who watched every episode of oprah who who watches oprah at six years old i do <laughs> I just love, I was always into self-help and I was in awe of Oprah. I still am in awe of Oprah. She's just amazing. She, her life is definitely an example of what is possible if you let it be, the things that are possible if you let it be. And uh, so Oprah like her, she was physically, mentally, and sexually abused. She was a teenage mother. She had a stillbirth. birth. She grew up in abject poverty in the deep South during Jim Crow. She wanted to do, um, be on TV and because of her weight. And, she's, and to some people, she's not a classic beauty. She was denied. If she listened to being Black, being woman, being from poverty, being abused, being rejected by family members... Um, having a stillbirth, not being the status quo as far as beauty and weight. She believed all of those lies from the pits of hell. Oprah has literally changed my life. I still watch and listen to Super Soul Sundays and some of her past episodes. Some of her, oh, her book club, books change lives. She has introduced me to some authors like At Heart Tolley, like Wayne Dyer, like, uh, just so many, the four agreements that have literally changed my life. My mom, when I was going through a really tough time at, in New York in my late 20s, she sent me the four agreements and it changed my life. So if Oprah decided to believe her circumstance, to let's be emotionally fragile, to let Other people's opinions of her stop her. We would have never benefited from this billionaire, this this billionaire whose life has been an example to all of us what's possible when you're not afraid of failure. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with the tools and tricks to help unicorn entrepreneurs level up their businesses. Now to increase revenue, add more zeros to your bank account, it's necessary to create, nurture, and convert the tribe. I've used several email service providers and I've discovered that ConvertKit is the best by far. They're flexible, easy to use, and they have amazing customer service. That's not all. ConvertKit makes it super easy to give out options or lead magnets. You can also add multiple lead magnets and forms to the same list, which is awesome. ConvertKit also makes it super easy to automate emails to your tribe. Want to sign up and support this podcast? Great. Go to the show description and double click the relevant link. Now back to the show. Now I have some tips. I have some tips, three tips of things that failing forward require that unicorns do. Number one, don't internalize failure. Don't internalize success either. (laughs) That's the gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Don't internalize. Rejection is a part of life. Not every client, not every boyfriend, girlfriend, crush, or opportunity is meant for you. That is why it is so magical and special when the right client, the right partner, the right friend, the right opportunity happens because it's not something that happens all of the time. It's so dangerous to get your self-worth from anything external because you just be like a, a, a string blowing in the wind. The external world is so fickle. It's so important to learn to separate your who from your do. You are worthy because you're here. You are loved because you are here. You were created specifically. There's no one else like you. Okay? You are worthy with $1 in your pocket. You're worthy with $1 billion in your pocket. You are worthy as single, over 30, no kids, you are worthy, Mama five, married, um, uh, three kids. You are worthy. Your worth does not come from the titles and the label. Your worth is internal. That work has to get done. Another powerful thing is to accept the fact that circumstances, facts, people's opinions of us are neutral and only mean what we make it mean. Like what other people think about you is really none of your business. And they're not even thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. Trust me. Second thing you can do is set realistic expectations. Y'all know, I believe emphatically in having at least one big fat juicy dream that scares you that you're working towards at all times that you, it doesn't matter what level have it. And let me say something, God deals with us different different things in different seasons. There was a season in my life that God was dealing, dealing with me about being defensive. And then I, I got past that. And then God was dealing with me about enabling, helping, overly helping. Now in this season, God is dealing with me about, not being obsessed or caring about what other people think about my success, other people think about my decisions, not letting that control me. And so every season, until they knock the coffin, as my mom would say, that You will be dealing with something and it's okay. It's beautiful when you come on the other side. Don't feel tired, feel invigorated. Cause I'm like, it's so, I love it when I think I'm so like evolved and in, in all the things. And then bam, I have an epiphany about myself. I'm like, whoa, I got a lot of work to do over here. I love that. I love that. God doesn't allow us to be inundating with, with all of our flaws at one time, because if he did, it would be pretty grim. So that's grace. And that's such a beautiful thing. So let's be, let me give you an example. So let's say my goal is to lose 50 pounds and I am on a weight loss journey guys in six months, instead of focusing on those 50 or 60 pounds, I actually true story, focus on losing one or two pounds a week. Cause it's like, how do you eat an elephant one spoon at a time? Don't, don't complicate it. Let's go for the low-hanging fruit. Let's get an early win so we get that battery in our back and let's keep it moving. The final thing is how you fail forward is by focusing on your strength. This is a theme that you're going to hear on some of throughout my episodes. Now, we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. Manage your weaknesses. Manage them but spend the majority of your time in your strengths. So let me give you an example. And the way in which you do this in a business is that you hire for your weaknesses, or if you're assessing for a partner like to date, hire somebody, hire. <laughs> Fall in love or choose a partner who compliments you. So if you're not great with finances, let them be great with finances. If you like to cook, but you hate doing... <laughs> Um, laundry and they like doing the laundry, that's how you do it. Make it so that it's a symbiotic relationship and that the two people complement each other. So I hire for my weakness. The first step of that is self-awareness, being aware of what your your strengths are. So I'll give you guys my personal truth. Okay. I spend most of my time now in my strengths. Early on in my business, when I before I hired, I was doing all the things and I was very miserable because a lot of those things were not my strengths. And as such took me such a long time to do, and it wasn't even done that great. Um, now that I, I first hired for my weaknesses, can I tell you, <laughs> and that made me fall in love with my business again, feel reinvigorated. And cause I was spending, I spend most of my time, I want to say 80%, 75, 80% of my time, um, in my strengths. So I have two businesses. I have a coaching business, the Unicorn Entrepreneur, where I uh, help women entrepreneur in the service business hit their first six figure, consistent six figures across 12 calendar months. And I'm helping some people hit seven figures now. So hey, and then I have my law firm. So with the law firm, my strengths are just in both businesses Closing deals. I'm great at sales. Delivery or performative aspects of the business. So let me break that down for you. In my law firm, I'm great at converting clients, consultations, and I'm also great at de-escalating client issues that may happen. And I'm My real jam is I'm really good in depositions. I'm really good at mediations and I'm really good at trial. So that's what I focus my time on. I have other people for other logistical aspects of the business. And those logistical aspects are their strengths. So it's just awesome that way. Trust me. In my coaching business, I'm great at the actual coaching, inspiring and healing. And yes, I'm good at sales as well in, in that aspect so i spend all my time in that and the logistical nut, nuts and bolts to scheduling the you know getting packets and te- you know templates and things like that out to people and some of those other things are outsourced to more people who are gifted in that area and there's a way that i actually assess for that in my hiring practice so that way when you are in your strengths they're in their strengths, The client gets the best product possibly. It's definitely a win, win, win situation. So you know what? I want you guys to lean in. Failing is a part of it. Okay, let's go get them, unicorns. Want to be a part of a community of amazing women unicorns crushing it in life and business? Then head over to our private Facebook community, The Unicorn Entrepreneur. It's free and fabulous. The benefits are plentiful. Community of forward-thinking women, access to me. And if you're enjoying the conversations we're having here on the podcast, we continue some of those conversations and we deep dive. We look forward to serving you. Let's go get them, unicorns.